0: The Touchdown City Podcast is presented by Salango Law, where you don't get excuses, you get results. Visit them online at
1: salangolaw.com.
0: Coming to you from the Riverbank Studio is your host, Anthony Lewis, along with Avon Coburn and Derek Bailey, and this is the Touchdown City Podcast. Welcome in to the Touchdown City Podcast, presented by Selengo Law and produced in partnership with HD Media and the Charleston Gazette-Mail. I'm Anthony Lewis in the studio with Derek Bailey, and
1: guess who's back? What'd Jay-Z say? Guess who's Bizak? Back in the building, people. Let's go. Welcome back, man. Hey, I'm I'm loving it, man. I'm happy being around people again. It's great, man. The only one to predict a WVU win. No? Yeah. So I need you two to <laughs> sing "Country Roads," take me home. He was excited. He
0: called me yesterday.
1: i geeked up, baby. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> he
0: was. There. I wasn't even out of Morgantown. I was still coming through town. But uh, Avon gives me a call. We I don't know. We were on the phone like 20 minutes or About something. 20 minutes, yeah. But. Um, But it was a good day to be in Morgantown. Um, Here's an interesting number. 6,190 days Hmm. since the Black Diamond Trophy had been in Morgantown. The last time West Virginia had beat uh, Virginia Tech was the 03 pepper spray game. (laughs) Pepper spray. So welcome back to the Black Diamond Trophy. West Virginia wins yesterday 27-21. So here's, here's my thing. I, I feel like everyone, it's, it's, people were super negative, right? Right now. But my thing is, I decided I'm not going to be negative because we won. And we won a big rivalry game. Does West Virginia have problems?
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Were there some mistakes made late? Yes. But we won.
2: That's the, that's the way I was looking at it. I thought they were going to lose the game outright. Everybody knows that. So I was happy with the win. Is there trouble on the horizon? Probably, but who cares? They beat Virginia Tech. That was the game I wanted on the schedule the most.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, when you win a, a rivalry game, and it, I don't think it matters
2: how you get it done. I don't care if anyone won two to nothing. Yeah, I'd take that.
1: Yeah, I would have took it too. But I mean at, at the end of the day, guys, I was right and you were wrong. That's, that's oh, all he wants to get back anyway, Okay. <laughs> that's all I wanna that's all I wanna say. That, you know, I, I was right and you were wrong. But nope. no, guys, uh, being positive is, is absolutely the right way to do it. Uh I, I also, you know, I, I do I do want to criticize um our coaches. I, I wanna criticize our coaches because at the end of the day it starts with them. And and I want to criticize him for the fact that I heard something that was phenomenal. I, I what's his name? Boogie something. What's the what's the commentator on one of those uh shows? His name is Booger
2: McFarlane. Booger
1: McFarlane. <laughs> boogie. Boogie, boogie. Boogie, Boogie, Booger something. It's still a boogie. Boogaloo shrimp. Yeah. yeah. But bo- <laughs> so he actually says something about um he said something about uh Alabama. How Alabama plays to their competition, plays to, to the level of where they're, they are as opposed to playing to the level of their competition. Not just them, they, the coaches coach coaches their players to a five-star caliber competition. And, and and the coaches coach at that level as well. And what I wanted to bring up, guys, and, and this is, I think, the missing link, I think, to where why Nick Saban is, is so good. It's, it's, I think it's the expectations. It's the expectations of when you're up, we're gonna run our offense the same way as when we're when we're down or when we're when we're searching to you know, when we start the game. Our game plan I think their game plan changed once we went into the to the locker room twenty what, 24 twenty yeah, four to seven. yeah, twenty seven to seven. Twenty four to seven. And they they shut it down and because they they went into a mode of, of being conservative and and not wanting to, you know,
2: run the play for the situation. They played not to lose the game instead of to win the game. That's the way they were playing. And, and that's but, exactly what they did. But what you're saying with Saban is kind of what we're sitting here. We're all satisfied with that win over Virginia Tech because we wanted to beat Virginia Tech. And like I said, that's the biggest game on the schedule for me. I mm-hmm. wanted that win more than any. Yesterday, you're speaking of Saban. They beat Florida 31-29. to most fan bases and well most coaches would be like yeah we played a good game we were we did this right we did that right Saban's pissed. They yes. gave up 246 rushing yards. He is never satisfied and hopefully the coaching staff for West Virginia is the same way because once you get that complacent feeling you can't get it back and that's I mean I'm I'm with you with the coaching staff. I'm kind of disappointed in them because you put your players into into positions to win. I felt yesterday that there were many times that they were not put in position to win that ball game. Thanks. Right. I think
0: that's been an
2: ongoing problem though it it's it, yes it's it's very frustrating for for three years now. It feels like there's no identity on offense I mean letty Brown had what nineteen carries nineteen carries nineteen
0: carries one hundred sixty two yards
2: and even if you throw out the eighty yarder he had eighteen for eighty two he only gets eighteen carries. I mean you run a trick play on first and ten at the forty yard line up twenty four to seven in the second half, and I know everybody can say, well, not every call works and whatever, but give Letty Brown the ball. It's 24-7, it's first and 10 at the 40. Give him the ball. I, I'm going to disagree with you on that. Um, I, and this is kind
1: of what I was getting to. You play to the situation. You, you run a play towards the situation. And just giving Letty the, the ball is not the perfect situation. I'm, I'm saying, you know, if, if, if they broke down the game the way they supposed to break down the game, okay, you know, in the middle of the field, you know, first down, what defense are they in? Right, they're gonna run cover two. Okay, cover two. We know we got two safeties high. We can give Letty the ball. But if they're just randomly just calling plays, which I don't think they are, but however, I don't think they, I don't think they called the game. Once they, you know, once that trick play didn't work, they just shut down. That was like, oh, we're going to see if we can get them, and then not do anything else.
2: Okay, well, that's fine. Don't call a trick. Just pass. Just run a reg- play action pass. Run that. Just run a, a regular play. Don't but, get you don't need to get cute in that situation for me. But the thing is that they, they prepare for
1: that though. True. You know, they, they, true. it's not like they just called it. They prepared. Right. Like that's okay, they, we're in the middle of the field. This play should work because of what they do. And, and and I'm hoping that was it instead of okay we're gonna come out and just yeah, and, I mean. and do that no I, I'm hoping that it dictated that it, it was open to do that however I I do want I do want to go back to it guys if these coaches they gotta get out the mindset that they're in they have to start you know and again we all fall into it I mean don't get me wrong. I was like yeah run the ball I'm like damn hold on is that the right way to think I mean is it
0: well I mean I think. As a team, you have to play to your strengths, and our, our strength is Letty Brown, right. and and Jared Daigie is what Jared Daigie is and has been for the last few years. Um, but your strength is Letty Brown, so I think you should play to that. So and, I, that's why I say give him the football and, and
2: go ahead, go ahead. Again. I was
1: going to say, it, but does it have to be a run? And, and and I got stuck. I got stuck into the mindset, you know, as a as a player that you know I want to run the ball. And then once I went to the pros, they started, it was like, Avon, if you run the ball, that's great. But as long as I'm giving you your touches, you should be able to still have the same success. And, and again, our mindset is, is, you know, we want to get the century mark. And, and I was talking to somebody today that, that is not even that, that is a, a subpar standard to have, to just be, you know, run for hundred yards. And just going back to what I talked about last week about um, the running back from Tennessee Titans, he ran for, you know, 4,000 yards. If he didn't run for 200 yards a game, it was he was a subpar back. And I think the mindset has to shift on that. And, you know, it's just one of those things, man, that I'm like, we have to take our coaching, we have to take our mindset to a whole nother level to, to start realizing what we're capable of.
2: And, and Letty didn't have a catch yesterday either. He didn't have a catch. Yeah, he so, did. He had a screen pass. Did he? I didn't even think. I, yeah. I'm not showing a catch in the stats, but. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. He had three for 34. I apologize. He had three for 34. So yeah, I mean, get him the ball though. I mean, yeah. you got to get him the ball. But they, uh, it's just, I mean, I was upset with some of the play calling. I'm not gonna lie. I think everybody was, and I think that's kind of the mindset that Anthony's talking about, where people are being negative as they see trouble on the horizon. But I'd rather win than lose, and they won. They got it done. That's all that matters.
0: I mean, you could sit, by, you could sit down and break down the 11 and one season with Rich oh, yeah. Rod when they won the Sugar Bowl, and we could be negative because it's football. You're only are only 20% of the plays work. Absolutely. You know, you're usually you're, you're playing against, you're going to get stopped, but on the same, on the same token, the same, you know, in the same breath, I want to say that you get in certain situations inside the goal line and you ran, Mm ran, ran, and then you come out and you throw a fade pattern to the corner. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's, that's not your strength. No, your strength is giving a ball to your running back. Especially when your offensive line
2: was finally having some success. And the, and the screen pass. Don't even get me started on the screen pass late in the ball game. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on that call. That was – that. to me, that was the worst one. That's their bread and
0: butter play when they need – they run it all day. I mean, if, you know, if, since, if you want to skip ahead to the end, they run that play all the time. He right. floated it. Yeah. And they read it. They, you, you need – am I wrong? Because you've, you've played mm-hmm. at the highest level and you've coached in a professional level. We, it seems like you have your and even hell even when you play Madden you have your best yeah, better yeah, play right. yeah right so but it seems like when you're in that position and you know what the defense or the offense is going to run as a defensive player shouldn't the offense have another play just something else kind of tucked in their back pocket like all right look we've already ran the screenplay
1: ten times they're going to be able to sniff this out screen and go I mean it, and that's that's where you take the shot I mean you take the shot right there and you know punt the ball off or throw it out of bounds. I'm with he, you on that. Yeah, man. he
0: floated it. And, and
1: and to me, that goes back to coaching guys because they should have said, "Look, bro, if if all us fails, keep the ball low." Like, and again, I, that's not something. I'm not a quarterback coach, so that's not something that I would. But in my mind, right now, if I'm a quarterback coach, every quarterback coach in the, in the, in in the nation should be saying, "When we throw a screen pass, we want to keep that ball low." Right. Everyone. I mean, that's just a coaching moment, well, but should, it should have been addressed beforehand, well, is my point.
0: And here's the thing it's easy to sit back on Sunday and pick apart play by play because two plays later, well, you know, they've got him a third and five, and they've got Green in the game, and they're going to just run him left or right. Right. The tackle jumps off sides, puts you in third and ten. <laughs> ten you got to, you <laughs> right. see what I'm saying? Like, so who's at fault here? Is it the tackle or is it Daggy? I mean if he doesn't jump off sides, they probably get the first down and wrap it up right. but here we go you know so it, it just continuous and and we could sit here and just pick apart
1: i mean i watched guys miss blocks and mm-hmm. but but that's that's
0: football that's man that's football
1: you you're not going to win them all i mean they get, like what i when i when i was uh when i was playing you know i would I, this is my way out like when i would miss a block i'm like coach they are on scholarship too you know what I mean? They they, they own scholarship. It's not like they're not out there, you know, getting, you know, when I was in the pros, they get paid too, coach. I mean, they, yeah. they, they don't want me to block them. So, but yeah, I mean, they're on scholarship. They're, you know,
2: every play is not going to work.
1: But if you can get everybody on the same page, you know,
2: almost 98% of the time it should work. That's the problem. Fans want every play. They want – fans want 800 yards of offense, 10 plays, <laughs> 800 yards, 80 yards for play and 10 touchdowns. And they're not Absolutely. satisfied if you don't get that. And then they're not satisfied when you get that. <laughs> yeah. That's it? That's 800? Uh, they'll pick one play out and just ride. Well, this that. guy, this guy, he juggled the ball in the 80-yard touchdown catch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, in in some cool news and notes, uh, West Virginia finishes well, is now 29, 23, and one all-time versus Tech, so we've got the lead in that. Only one game left on the schedule next year. West Virginia goes to Blacksburg, which I actually plan on going. What,
2: when, when is that? Is that the second week? Is that after Pitt? It's after Pitt. Pitt's Labor Day weekend. I feel like they'll play Pitt and then like. You know, the, the somebody, cupcake, the cupcake, and then go to tech. Okay, so it's the third game.
1: That's that's gonna be nice. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna, we're gonna road trip the entire We, we played two away games out of conference. Oh. Play pit, at
0: Pitt and at Tech next year. <laughs> well, Pitt, Pitt's not really an yeah.
2: away game. Let's be honest here. Oh, that's going to be a West Virginia home game. We already know what's. <laughs> it up. looked like they had 15 fans yesterday. Yeah, and 14 of them were from Western Michigan. Well, my cousin was there. Believe it or not. Oh, really? So <laughs> no, my cousin. Mike. I mean, it seriously looked. It seriously on TV. It looked so sad. There was no one there. I felt bad for the Pitt kids almost.
0: Well, <laughs> another positive note. It's the biggest win in the Neil Brown era. Uh, the first ranked team that West Virginia's beat. Um, or the highest ranked team. It's they, the highest ranked. They beat Kansas State
1: last year. Yeah, the highest ranked team they've beat since Texas in
0: 2018.
1: Hmm. It's nice. I mean, it's. It, I love it. I, I mean, I believe in this guy, man. I, I think he. I think he has the heart. I think he has the right. Um. Um. The the. I think he's got his going. In. I mean, I'm trusting the climb. Look, Anthony gave me this about a couple couple years ago, and I ain't took it off since. I'm trusting the climb.
0: He's trusting. Um. Yesterday's game felt like a strange combination of the 2002 game and the 2003 game. The 2002 game ended with defensive stops, <laughs> tight, it was back and forth, just a slugfest. The 03 game was the was just the punch in the face. So we came out and we were punching them in the face and uh-huh. it felt, I mean, let me tell you something. Morgantown was ro- it was rocking up there yesterday and when they came out and went up 14 nothing I mean, I remember they went to a commercial break and they were playing like Biggie and everybody, you know, <laughs> everybody was up dancing and partying and spilling beer everywhere. And uh, nice. But then, you know, it was so that felt like the the 3 game where you just had had a total control. But then it came down to that the ending where the defense had to it was a tip up. It was typical West
2: Virginia fashion. Oh, I mean, goodness. they can't they can't beat anybody 50 to 7. You can't go 50 <laughs> no. to 7. It's got to be 27 to 21 they gotta make with just goal on stand. I'm telling
1: you, we have to play to our capabilities and just continue to keep. and I think as coaching like I promise you, man, when I when I coached, I made sure like in practice that they were so uncomfortable every freaking day. I want you I don't want you comfortable. I don't want you to think you can lax cuz once you feel like you can lax, we're going to lose. I, I stress them out. Oh, why are you always yelling? Because I, I need I need you to hear me when, when you're not doing right. And that's what we need. That's we gotta
2: have that highest level of expectation from our guys. And that won't happen. I promise you guys. I'm telling you. You're yelling because you don't want them to go out there and fall start on a first or third and five with two minutes left in the game. <laughs> exactly. It's it's that training I mean, and it's, it's that situational
0: stuff. It's it's third and five. You're getting ready to seal the game you can't you can't jump you can't off jump sides. sides
2: you, you just can't. i mean in the i mean you know whew. but I'll tell you what, we haven't commented on the defense, I thought the defense was very good yesterday, there were some they had some lapses, like you said, you can pick apart anything but uh player of the game, man, Bartlett was dominating he was yeah, and they were holding him, I don't know if you all saw it in the crowd, I know uh, you saw it because yeah. you were watching. He had he would have had that third sack, but the guy just reaches out and just grabs him, spun, him around. Goes, spun yes. him around, yeah. and they didn't even call it. It was right in front of the That's official. That's the one I was a, cussing about on yeah. the phone. I yesterday. could not, be- I could not believe they didn't call that. And I mean, you know, he, it was it swung the game because then they go mm-hmm. on to score. And he, I mean, you know, I mean, that
1: was a ten- that would have been a ten yard penalty. Yeah, oh yeah, it
2: would have gave him uh, third and twenty seven. Something, yeah, it would have been something wild. But he, I mean, whew, he played a he played a phenomenal game yeah, yesterday. He, he was dominant. He was dominant. He's going to play a lot more. Yeah. He he earned a lot of playing time yesterday.
0: Yeah, so I was going to just kind of go down through the – well, first of all, Letty Brown finished today, 19 carries, 162 yards, 80 yards uh, was his long carry, broke the 2,000 mark. He's still, what, 3,200 yards short of you, (laughs) something like that. Is he a sophomore?
2: Kansas is still on that schedule. You better be worried. (laughs) (laughs) He might run for a grand. (laughs) Is he still a sophomore? I think by – with the COVID rules, I yep. think he's still – he's at least a sophomore, but it, it's a sophomore or junior. I don't know what he is, like, yeah, officially. And that's one of the things I
1: was thinking. I'm like, you know and, – and it's not selfish, but it is selfish. <laughs> you know, you can't count a year
2: that don't count.
1: You know what I mean? How are you going to count it a If it comes year? down
0: to records, if he gets six or
2: five full seasons if to run – If he gets two more years, he might, he might threaten that.
1: There's no doubt. No doubt in my mind that he would. Yeah. I mean, you know – it, it
2: I don't know. It is
0: what it is. I'll say it. I think I don't think it should count. You don't think it should count? I mean, I don't
2: care. I, it, it, for Avon's sake, I hope – Of course you it, don't freaking care. I it, care. I, I, it doesn't matter to me, but for Avon's record, I hope it doesn't count. I, I just feel like if you get five full
0: seasons to run for 5,200 yards. Yeah. I mean, he ran for 1,700 one year. I
2: know. True. Yeah. Oh, I'm not – yeah, I'm not – I mean, I, you see
0: what I'm saying? But like, – And, you're only, and like, you're only getting a uh, – you know – 1,035, 1,030, that's, that's not the same.
2: We're not going to forget Avon. <laughs> but he did it. He did go for a grand last year in ten games. So that, Yeah, that's right. They only played ten last year, so he was too short. But still, I mean, I, I don't think he'll be there for five years. I think he'll go pro after his four. I do think he'll, like, leave for the NFL if he's, like, he's going to be drafted. I do think he'll leave. But He might go this
1: year. Like, he, he is elite, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just watching him run. He's he'll, an elite guy. He'll, he'll need that game. He'll, he'll need that that game. He'll need he'll need to
0: come out next week and go for a buck eighty five. He'll have to he'll have to do it. He he'll have to show up on national t- TV and do it and move to the top of the Big Twelve in rushing.
2: And let me say this too: he has to quit fumbling the football.
1: Oh, that's that's yeah. a big. Somebody hit me up and was like, "Hey, he reminds me of you." I'm like, "Not for that damn fumbling." No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. So,
0: so let, me, let me let me bring up something. So I went up yesterday. And when they say Morgantown always wins, Morgantown <laughs> is undefeated Undefeated when it comes to partying. Oh. It was, salute the students, the fans, um, of course there were drunks. It looked like a mass unit out in the parking lot and then under the concourse, um, 10.30, I was in line for a, used a bathroom and some poor girl was just laying in the grass, had her like her... <laughs> Had her shirt, like a a t T-shirt or a sweater, like, kind of over her head and was just laying in the grass. Um At one point, I saw the state troopers helping a young lady out of the um, the restrooms. Jeez. Yeah, it was – it was – people – I mean, alcohol sales were up yesterday in Morgantown. After those first two possessions, I thought they were going to go through the roof. Yeah, it was crazy. It was it – was, hey, listen, man. Morgantown was – it was Morgantown. That's good. Yeah, it was a good day, man. I had, I, I'm glad that I've made the decision to start going
2: back. That's the home-field advantage that West Virginia needs. Did it look like college football? It felt like college it football. Did look Absolutely. Like it. it did look like it. It did. And I think
0: it has to do with the regional, you know, people want to get fired up for Virginia Tech. They don't care about Texas Tech. Right. That's a fact. So, speaking of Morgantown, speaking of, if you're looking for a great place to stay when you visit – you should go and check out my friend's home. It's called Murph's Landing. It's only about a half a mile from the stadium. Easy walk to the stadium if you want to come up for a football game. You can also come up for basketball season anytime, visit your kids, whatever you'd like to do. It's a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. You can um, you can house like, you know, I think like six people can stay two or three queen size beds. Beautiful home. Visit mountaineerfieldhouse.com. And you can rent that for a weekend. I'm going to, I'm going to have the house for the Texas Tech weekend. Oh,
1: we're going to have the house for Texas Tech.
0: Well, come on up. Man, we're going to cook out and have a good time. But uh, great place to stay. I highly suggest you check that out. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go through some of the scores through the Big 12. We're not going to talk about Texas and Oklahoma because they're no longer in the Big 12. So we'll talk about the new four. We'll do all that after this. Don't go anywhere. Oh, oh mom,
1: Mama said. Mom! Mama said. My mama said. Mama said that. My mom! Mama said that. My mom! My mom! Mama said you ugly. Hey.
2: The relationship between a lawyer and a client is based on trust. You have to make certain that the lawyer you hire has your best interests at heart. This is attorney Ben Salango. Just like the Mountaineers are fighting hard on the field, the Solango Law Firm will fight hard to win your case. Whether it's medical malpractice, automobile or trucking accidents, hiring an experienced lawyer will make a difference in the outcome of your case. When you hire my law firm, you get results, not excuses. Check us out at Solangolaw.com.
1: Bar 101, located on Capitol Street in downtown Charleston, provides unlimited options for fun social gatherings and great dining and the best nightlife in the city. Bar 101 has a full dinner menu, including wings, pork bowls, salads,
0: and more. Be sure to enjoy a cheeseburger with fries with the draft beer for only
1: $13. It's Bar 101's daily special, plus $1 off drafts during happy hours from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Bar 101 also provides carryout and catering. Call or find Bar 101 on Facebook, Bar 101.
0: at bestmastertaylor.com. Welcome, stranger. What's up, guys? This is Anthony Beck, former WVU
2: tight end, and you're listening to the Touchdown City Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the Touchdown City Podcast, presented by our friends at Selengo Law, and also produced in partnership with HD Media and the Charleston Gazette Mail. And if you like the show, make sure you swing by your favorite podcast platform. Make sure you hit subscribe and even rate us. Leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Or uh, just send us a message if you like to show. We appreciate getting those uh, those messages. Also to remind you that Henderson Insurance is dedicated to providing quality service, affordable rates, and outstanding service claims. Located in Hurricane, West Virginia, they have the ability to customize insurance solutions that meet all of your needs at a reasonable price. Visit them at hen- hendersoninsurance.org. All right, yesterday around the Big 12, uh, we had a lot of games yesterday. I don't think anybody was off. Um, of course, West Virginia over Virginia Tech, K State over Nevada, 38-17. Baylor beat the brakes
2: off of uh, Kansas yesterday. Who doesn't? Yeah, it's forty five to seven, seven or something. Hey, that's a that's a big win for Kansas State. They were actually an underdog in that game. They, were, were, they a were they on the road? No, they were a home dog because Nevada has a quarterback named I believe his name's Carson Strong, and. I've seen him as high as the number one quarterback prospect for NFL draft. So, they were a two-and-a-half-point underdog around kickoff yesterday. And they were playing without their quarterback, Thompson. And they still Try won with 38-17. Them. He got hurt again against uh, whoever they played last week. I believe it was like Southern Illinois or somebody. He got hurt against them. And he's out indefinitely. He'll be back at some point, but he's out indefinitely. He'll be
0: back for West Virginia. He makes them
2: a much different team.
0: Yeah, they were, they were – I went up last year, watch him in person. They were bad. They last were bad
2: year. last year with he, when he didn't play. So that's, a, in my opinion, that's a pretty big win for them, considering they were an underdog and won without him.
0: Yeah, you got to root for the Big Twelve when they're playing out of conference. Now you sure. do. Yes. Uh, Texas Tech, of course, 54-21 over FIU. Um, Oklahoma State, Boise State, in a close one. I didn't get to see. I didn't. I was up in Morgantown, so I didn't get to watch. So, I'm looking at
2: you. I, well, I fell, I fell asleep during this. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't make it through it. Didn't kick off the nine o'clock. It was twenty one twenty at halftime, and the final was twenty one twenty. But that is a significant win, in my opinion. Everybody will say, "Well, it's just Boise. It's just Boise." But the thing is, is Boise's got a pretty good program, and they've beaten like they've beaten Georgia, they've beaten Virginia Tech here in the last ten, fifteen years. They've obviously beaten Oklahoma in a Fiesta Bowl, and you go out there on that blue turf. It's a lot different in a night game, and and Oklahoma State's a pretty big win for them, and they're three and zero now. So. That's- I
0: saw a picture from the Iowa State-UNLV game, and it looked like
2: Iowa State took about 40,000 fans with them. And they scored about 40,000 points. They beat them convincingly at 48-3. That's what you expect from them, though, the way they played last week. They couldn't have played worse this week. So, my, I'm always confused by UNLV. You would think that they would be, like, one of the top
0: schools, easy to recruit to. Live, You know, Vegas is nice, an upcoming city. Right. Uh, you would think a young guy would want to come – and, and kind of live in, in Vegas. And they, of course, they were cheating like hell whenever
2: they were playing basketball out there. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That right there that. is 100% factual out of Avon's mouth. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it's going to stru- – the Raiders are there now, so it's a little different. But there's a high school right there. It's in – I don't know if it's necessarily in Las it's Vegas. Probably like in Henderson it's or something. It's called Bishop Gorman. Yeah, it's I don't, one of the biggest yeah, – go- yeah. They have – Seriously, it feels like fifteen twenty guys that go division
0: Tate, one. That's where Tate Martell came from.
2: Yes, they have fifteen they, twenty guys that go division one every year. It would seem like they would be able to pull some of those kids, but they they rarely ever do. And I guess it's because they're maybe in the Mountain West or, you know, I don't I, know. I, I think
1: not. Snoop Dogg's son went. They had they did a show on that, and I think one of his I think his sons one of his sons went there, and 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 I think. Um, Maybe, maybe I, I, I
2: don't know. I, know. I know Snoop Dogg's son went there. The, there's, I mean, there's several players that go yeah. there every year. It's kind of like that uh, the academy there in Florida, that IMG Academy, except mm-hmm. it's the West Coast version of it. Oh,
0: okay. I see. Uh, Central Florida yesterday, um, they lost to Louisville. That was Friday night. That
2: was a wild game. Did you see the end of that?
0: No, I had, I had, to, I had to get my Z's, man.
2: Get they, up early Saturday morning. They threw a pick six with, like, 13 seconds left. Oh. See, and, and people were mad at our guys. And they had the ball ready. But the thing <laughs> is, is, they had the ball ready to score. Maybe could have kicked a field goal and one. Instead, they threw a pick six and lose 42-35 with like 16 seconds left. Mm. That's a, that's
0: no way to go, as Brooks and Dunn would say. Uh, it's no way.
2: And the fighting Holgerson's of
0: Houston, 45 nothing over Grambling. Eh. They may have beat them on the field, but I assure you,
2: their <laughs> band did not outdo Grambling. There's they no beat. way. There's no way they outdid. There's no way.
1: The fighting, uh, would you call them again? <laughs> The fighting Holgersen. The of fighting Holgersen. That is amazing. Good <laughs> you, hey,
0: you He call.
2: better start winning. Yeah, he may not make another trip to Morgantown. They fired Major Applewhite for what eight and four.
0: Well, then there was some other incidents, but
1: the, yeah, but I see what he you're saying. loving on him, young one.
2: Yeah, uh, well, that's all right. But uh, Cincinnati yesterday. How about the Bearcats? Cincinnati's intriguing. They. uh... They beat Indiana. I mean, and Indiana was preseason ranked. Granted, they're one and two, but their other losses, Iowa. uh, I watched a little bit of that game. Cincinnati was pretty impressive. Uh, They still play Notre Dame. They're an interesting team. If you beat Notre Dame and Indiana out of conference, and you win the AAC, what's everybody going to say? I mean, how can you justify not putting them in at this point with the suck that's college football going on right now? Especially when you would slide Notre Dame in with two losses. And there's nobody – I mean, and, and like, I've watched a lot of teams play. There's really no one outside of Alabama that I've seen that's, like, overwhelming. Yeah.
0: But yesterday they won 38-24. And the most interesting of all these teams that are going to be coming in is BYU. I'm really excited about them. I mean, I'm not going to make a trip out there, that's for sure. (laughs) And, um, you know, they're going to hurt beer sales when they come to Morgantown. Yes, a dry town. Yeah. So, but yesterday they beat Arizona State 27-17. They're owning the Pac-12.
2: Yeah, they're the Pac-12 South leader right now. They've beaten Arizona, (laughs) Arizona State, and and Utah. They're 3-0 in the Pac-12 South. And you know that's a, to me that's a significant ad. That's the best ad for football, in my opinion, that the Big Twelve has coming in because they have a little bit of history. They have a national title in the nineteen eighties, uh, and and they play competitive football with teams from other conferences that are major conferences. And here they are against the Pac 3 and USC U.S. in some turmoil. The only team in the Pac twelve that I think that could actually beat them this year might be Oregon. And you know they were ranked, too. ASU was ranked. Yes, yes. And they – and they banked, I mean, that's – Well, Utah was also ranked when they played last weekend.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean – so, I mean, the, the great thing is, man, like we're bringing on – again, I'm, I'm not a component. I I think we need to come east. Um, and I hate the fact that um, – and which is some truth, that we have to get, you know, Notre Dame to come in. I hate Notre Dame. They have to come in for us to freaking uh, – you know to get to get get east, man. But again, it's a, it's a, and didn't we play BYU a couple years ago?
0: Yeah, we beat them in DC. Yeah,
1: yeah in DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a good game too.
0: It came yeah, a typical Dana Horgerson game. You led the whole way and then <laughs> had to hold on to win.
2: Yeah, literally, like, they had the ball. Wasn't it like thirty five, thirty two, or yeah. something? And they had to hold. They were up like thirty five to seventeen or they, something. They was, were driving and, yeah. and then we picked them off late. Yeah, but that's a, I mean to me that's the best ad for football. I'm not sure what Houston – I mean, Houston does have a little bit of history. They had Andre Ware win the Heisman, things like that. Uh, but, you know, BYU has shown in the past and present that they are capable of beating the bigger schools in these bigger conferences.
0: Well, I was actually going to wait to the next segment, but let's talk a little bit about this. You know, um, last week we didn't really get to hit on it because we were just so amped up about Virginia Tech. And But, you know, they announced the four new teams that are coming um, and – I'm okay with it, reason being. It could be one of those situations that could really work out for West Virginia, just like it did when you lost Miami and Virginia Tech to to the ACC. All of a sudden, we're in the driver's seat. You know, if we can grow up in the next two or three years, you could start winning some Big 12 championships mm. and elevate your program to the same level we were at 2005, six, seven. Now, are we ever going to be Alabama? Are we ever going to be, you know, those type of schools? mm it's, you know, you could never say never, but at the same time, if Oklahoma gets out of your way because you've never beat them, you, you can start winning championships. And all of a sudden that elevates your profile a little bit, just like it did in 05, 06,
1: 07 when you were winning Big East championships. I agree. I agree. I mean, it puts you in a, in a driver's seat like, like we talked about. We, we're in a position now, and, and, and I don't know, those teams haven't played very good, and I'm probably going to talk about that in next segment, but I think we have an opportunity. Yeah, I mean, and listen, when you start handing out
0: championship rings and jackets, people start paying attention. Absolutely. If you're fourth, fifth,
2: or sixth, yeah. Well, here – and, he, you know, when you – they're going to bring those four in. So there's going to be an east and west, and Anthony said he's not going to go to a BYU game, which that's fine, but you probably won't have to go be, to BYU. How often will you really go there? Yeah, once. once every four years yeah, or four so. Years. I mean, mm-hmm. and just like they'll return the trip once every three or four years, you won't play those teams very often and uh i mean it, it it's interesting to me because there's some there's some good teams there that you add i mean they're not the biggest name teams but cincinnati they're very interesting especially currently if yeah. they can if they get into a large say they would go undefeated this year and actually make the playoffs and fickle would decide to stay at cincinnati he is in a recruiting hotbed because ohio state cannot take all of those kids and then you're in a big conference you're in a major conference you can sell that we've made the playoffs and they can say, "Look at our conference; we're capable of beating all these teams year in year out." They can say the same thing.
0: Yeah, it's one of those situations. the Reason why I didn't like them joining the Big East because all of a sudden they're on the same leg as we are, and we're fighting for the same kids out of Ohio. Mm-hmm. Now they've got this; they're on the same platform, so it becomes a major recruiting battle for kids out of Ohio. You know, the kid that's the the, the the second or third running back, maybe out of the state of Ohio that's not going to Ohio State, doesn't want to go to Michigan but when
2: we come to West Virginia now we start well oh, I can stay home and go to Cincinnati and 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 I'm in a major conference I'm on TV every week yeah. it's it's a huge advantage for Cincinnati in my opinion but uh and also we, it's I know it's a football show but the basketball side of things it's just it's phenomenal yeah for basketball it's big for basketball big for basketball
0: all right we're going to take a break when we come back we'll talk about Oklahoma next week West Virginia plays in Norman On prime time, I think they may have tried to set us up for something, but that's all right. Go out there and punch them in the mouth. You know what I mean? Just do what you can. But uh, we'll talk about the Oklahoma game after this. Don't go anywhere. What we're dealing
1: with here is a complete lack of respect for the law.
2: Get more bank for your business with United Bank. Whether you'd like to start a business, purchase commercial real estate, or equipment, United Bank can help. We support business development throughout our great state, making business and consumer
0: loans and fueling opportunities. Small business owners' dreams come true and larger corporations grow. What can we do for your business? United Bank, West Virginia's bank. Proud to be united with the Mountaineers. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.
1: At Warner Law offices, the best part of our day is getting to hand a client a settlement check. Knowing we've helped them get on with their life. If you've been hurt in a car wreck or from a workplace injury, call us. I'm Bobby Warner, and I'm your lawyer. Sagging, bouncing, or uneven floors? Standing water
0: or high humidity? Nasty odors or dangerous mold? Crawl space problems don't get better with time, but they do get better when you call Alford Home Solutions. Welcome, stranger. What's up, guys? This is Rashid
1: Marshall, and you're listening to the Touchdown
0: City Podcast. Welcome back to the Touchdown City Podcast. I'm Anthony Lewis in the studio with Avon Coburn, Derek Bailey, and producer Justin. Intern Justin's in there here with us today. We got, we got to do some detective work. Hmm. Somebody broke into his ride.
2: We'll figure it out. I got some people. They stole, stole his homework. Who the hell does that? <laughs> Some, I'm going to see somebody outside of my some office somebody, reading, a, yeah. reading a book and I'm going to yeah. be laughing I'm be like, "There's are just homework <laughs> He stole his book <laughs> Alright, so, but hey, listen,
0: I want to take the opportunity to say thanks to uh, Doug Scaff He's the president of HC Media yesterday Hooked us up with a great tailgating spot yesterday mm-hmm. We handed out uh, I had some uh, some students from WVU help me out uh, Shout out to Abby and Madeline um, They handed out about 600, 500, 600 Coozies yesterday. Ooh. So we were out in the blue, light blue lot doing some promotion. Shout out to Abby and uh what's her name? Madeline. Madeline. Thanks, appreciate Abby and Madeline. Yeah, Madeline's a Saint Saint Albans, Saint Albans girl. Right. They were wanting to get into marketing and sports broadcasting. But uh they were there to help us out yesterday. So I appreciate that and appreciate Doug hooking us up with a primo spot there in the light blue lot, trying to just spread the gospel as they say. Amen. You know? But uh so it's West Virginia, Oklahoma and Norman. Uh, history, so history says it should be a close game. We've played well in Norman with bad football teams. I think they beat us seventeen to fourteen or seventeen to ten one year. That was that was
2: one year. It was like sixteen to seven. Yeah, or something like, like that. I remember yeah. that one. Mm.
0: Uh, history says that we should. I mean, we've got blown out. Um, you know, I
2: think if they keep the wagon upright this year, it's going to be a tough game. I don't know what to expect because I've watched Oklahoma a couple times, and they're inconsistent is the I mean they didn't look great against Tulane they didn't look great yesterday against nebraska i mean i don't know what to expect from oklahoma and but history wise it's not on our side we've never beat them since yeah. we've joined the big twelve let's Let's know that out there, but it's a prime time game i yeah, I don't know what to expect because I think this is a game that West Virginia can play with Oklahoma, but it's also who knows what you're going to get. I mean, I have no idea.
0: Yeah, I mean, we missed the mark last week because oh, I think yeah. we still
2: don't know. It's,
0: the Prediction's the hardest thing for me because I don't know what we're going to get from West Virginia week in, week out. What do you think, Avon? Hmm. You got it last week. We're <laughs> going to count on you this week. <laughs> well, yeah, We're going to count on you to give the prediction. But, let, but before we get there, well, Derek, tell us a little bit about Oklahoma. What have you seen from Radler so far? Because coming into the season, you know, he was, they were trying to give him the
2: Heisman before they even kicked off. I watched him the first week he threw he threw several balls that could have been intercepted. He did throw a couple, and there were several more that could have been intercepted uh obviously Oklahoma they can score, but yesterday against Nebraska, they were just there was something missing it look i don't know what it was. They just did not look like an Oklahoma team. They won the game twenty three sixteen I think it was the first time since like two thousand and seventeen They had seven less than ten points in the first half uh It was the first time in like a hundred games they had scored under thirty. It's just they did, they did not look good yesterday. I don't know if it was Nebraska's improving. Were they or at home? They were at home. Oh, wow. And it, it, they were a big favorite. And, it, and the final was just 23-16. And, I mean, you look at Nebraska, and, and I watched Nebraska a couple times now too, and I'm not impressed with them. So I don't know if it was a lack of focus. I don't know if it, it's a rivalry game. But they haven't played in such a long time. I don't really see how that matters. Yeah. I, just, it's, it's, I, I don't know what to expect from either side. I, I can see going into Lincoln and struggling. Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought they would blow Oklahoma out. I thought they would beat Oklahoma into oblivion. Or, I'm sorry, excuse me. I thought they'd beat Nebraska badly. I thought Oklahoma would win that game handily. And they just, for some reason, couldn't. And Rattler, obviously, has all the talent in the world, but I think he makes mistakes because he's a poor decision maker because he's so talented. He'll throw the ball, just try to force it in between four guys, and you can intercept him. But we'll see. Well, so this just goes back to my point of – here you're talking about an elite
0: program where quarterbacks are knocking down the door. He was a highly recruited guy. Season two, he's still making poor decisions. Yeah. Throwing I mean, picks. Um, you know, you can force him into making mistakes. So, you know, when when you start raising hell about our guys, here's Oklahoma who's got a young guy. I mean, think about it. They've got a young quarterback who can be forced into making mistakes. And does the thing same thing, but he gets a pass because he's at Oklahoma.
1: He he's not he one one our guy's not a young guy. I'm sorry, our guy's not a young guy for one. Um he's he's been playing he played he's been playing for six years now almost. Um <laughs> so he shouldn't make the mistakes that he makes. He's a ninth year senior. Yeah, so but but at the same time, um, you know, they, they do you do get a pass when you're Oklahoma. Oh, they're playing they they weren't playing very well. You get a – it's it's Alabama. Alabama they they beat a team, you know. They they uh, what, the, the they, game. Let us go to the swamp, though. I mean, it's not going to be easy. You're right. However, however, they're they're going to give those guys a pass because of you know who they are. And and I mean, you you can't not accept it because of you know what they've done in the past.
2: Well, I think the difference, and this is just to me, the difference is is those teams, Oklahoma, Alabama, they can play poorly and still win a game. Mm-hmm. When you're West Virginia, you can't play poorly and win a game all the time, and that's the difference. Right.
0: Absolutely. We just not reach that level to where mistakes will cost you football games, like Maryland. I mean, if they don't go out – if they don't go to Maryland and make those mistakes, they're 3-0 right now. Four turnovers. You can't do
2: that. And no. I, I was just checking out the stats from yesterday's game. It looks like uh, Taylor Martinez, due for 289 yards against Oklahoma, and he's not the best passer in the country, and he ran for another 34, but he had – they had six sacks against him as well, so he probably had a lot more than that rushing. He's a dual threat, though. We don't have the threat of legs at quarterback right now, so – but maybe there's some holes in the secondary that that the coaches can exploit and the quarterback can find, and West Virginia can move the ball and maybe hold on to it and play a game maybe in the twenties. Hopefully. Well, let's get into a prediction time. I'm letting Avon go first this week. He had it last week. All over. It. He's all over. The it. champ is here. Yeah.
1: The champ is here. So, what well, predictions? Coburn's coaches corner. So, so this week we're going against a team that 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 is up and down. They're they're still looking for themselves, um, and I think we've we we're not we're nowhere where we need to be right now. Um, and, and I know for sure that you know Letty Brown has tasted it. He's like, man, I feel it. And if he feels it, I know his offensive line is feeling the same way. Like, man, this is I think I think we on the cusp of doing something great. Um, and you know, the coach is going to look at the stats too and saying our guy only touched the ball, you know, 20 times this game. Um, and and that's not, that's definitely not where we want it, want to be. And that's not where we want him to be. And and again, if they keep allowing him to touch the ball only 20 times a game, we're, we're not going to win very many games. Um, but with that said, you know, Oklahoma hasn't been playing well at all. And, um, we're going to go in there where they haven't been playing well at home and I know they're looking to find their 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 stride but I don't think they're going I don't think they're going to find it this week because of the deep, the way our defense is playing and and old boy is throwing the ball and he's forcing things so uh, you know I, I feel like we're we're going to control the game this game I think we're we're going to we're going to pass the ball where we you know in a way that is is not we're not making huge you know he's not going out there you know looking to win the game but we're going to run the ball. We're going to control the ball with with the run, and our defense is going to they're going to play well. And, and I, I predict that we're going to keep the game, you know, fairly low scoring. You know, we're we're going to, we're going to be thirty five. They're they're going to be, um, you know, twenty seven. And and you we're th- going to win the game. You think we can score thirty points? I know we can. I know we can score thirty points.
2: I'm gonna go ahead and just say I don't think West Virginia can score thirty points. <laughs> I don't – I'm not Just very like confident. You didn't think we could so, win. I, right? But, but, I, but I I if we score 29, we still win 29-27. I don't think we can hold them to 27 either. <laughs> All right, 29-28. So I don't think it can be 28. <laughs> I don't think we hold them under 30 because it's hard – I mean, let's be real. They're going to look to make a statement. This is a primetime game on national television. This is, a, this is, to me, the worst situation they could have put West Virginia in because they're coming off a subpar performance and they're going to make a statement. I don't think West Virginia is going to win the game. I would not be surprised if the game's not close for two-and-a-half quarters, at least a half anyway. I think Oklahoma has just too much talent. I think they'll pull away eventually. I'm going to say 41-20. to Oklahoma. I will agree,
0: agree that I feel like um, they've put West Virginia in a bad spot. I think they've tried to make this game a showcase game for, for, for Rattler. I think they're putting them on prime time to try to – let him break loose, let the voters see him. But I think what they're going to see is, I think they're going to see a West Virginia team that's tasted a little bit, maybe feels like they've corrected some things. Um, Our defense, our defense is coming alive. All of a sudden you've got a new guy coming off the edge. you still got Stills in there. You know, they're double-teaming him up front. Uh, Mesador is playing well. Um, The defensive backs are playing well, which is – they're young. Um, I like – I think Oklahoma's going to win at home, but I like West Virginia putting up a good game. Um, I think Letty Brown's going to have a breakout game. I think Letty's going to go for 150 again. I think this might be the day that he actually can can do his thing. Um, But here's the thing. I think they've got to use Garrett Green more. I think what he does is he creates a threat. If you notice when they put him in the game yesterday – the Virginia Tech, they start pointing. Now they're worried about what he's doing. And now that read option and those bootlegs and those, you know, when he hands it off and just boot, you know, boots out without the ball, all of a sudden people have to stay at home and, and watch that. So I think that opens up Letty Brown's running game. I just think they just need to put him in the game more to let him give the ball to Letty and keep it and get yards. So while I like Oklahoma – Um, I think West Virginia's stock is going up right now. Um, I think they found a way to win. The defense found a way to win yesterday. And I think um, Oklahoma's stock is kind of flat right now. But I still think Oklahoma just has too much talent, unfortunately. Well, I don't care what you think. Hey, man, (laughs) listen. How about this? If if West Virginia wins, we will sing
1: in two-part harmony. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Country Roads opening the show next but week. But this is this is the thing, man. This is this is the thing what you guys don't understand. They have scholarships, we have scholarships. I'm a man, he's a man. Yeah, they may have a, a and, and I say that, I say that still, you know, Miami is 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 Oklahoma. And we didn't play well against Miami. I mean, the 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 good players played good and then they didn't. But I think like you said, they're they're it's prime for somebody i don't think it's prime for somebody to take off and and i think this is the game where we as they're leaving they're like okay we're you you about to leave anyway so let's put something on you to let you know why you shouldn't have left
0: yeah i'm hoping this is that that penn state moment this could be that big signature win for neil brown as oklahoma's on the way out if he wins this morgantown may burn (laughs)
2: let's be honest let's go hide your couches (laughs) i'd hide everything
0: All right, so listen, tomorrow, well, maybe sometime tomorrow. By the way, I'm suspended on
1: Facebook. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, he's in jail.
0: I can't post from the Touchdown City page until tomorrow at some point. (laughs) Somebody asked me on Facebook where I got my Canute Curtis throwback jersey, and I responded by saying, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Oh, shoot. And they flagged me. Freaking Facebook! You, you're violent. Well, I'm just uh, honestly, <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm so I'm over Facebook. I've definitely I've started. Twitter is so much better. I've moved to Twitter. I mean, Facebook is where we we have a, more old followers. People. And, old people in that thing over there, but um, and I and but I still have to go over. It, but Twitter's for smart Alex people. If you're a smart, Alex, get on Twitter. You'll love it. But my my point is, even why didn't they just review it? I mean, they could clearly see that it's a. It's just what people say. But anyway, anyway, at some point tomorrow, the Dale Sparks Collection contest will be up on our Facebook page. Swing by over there. If we predict the score of both teams with the closest without going over, you'll be our winner. Last week's winner was Philip Cooper. I changed the rules a little bit because everyone went over on the Virginia Tech side, but he had West Virginia dead right, 27. He predicted 27-24. Oh. So he went over, but that's all right. When you get him on the show, he's better than me. <laughs> yeah, we'll give him uh, so am I. <laughs> I'm going to re- – when I'm able to reach out to people, I'll reach out to him get his address. So good job, Philip! Uh, congratulations. You get an 8 by 10 from the Dell Sparks Collection. Go over to his Facebook page and also his website. Check out some of the great moments in Mountaineer history that are a part of the Dell Sparks Collection. All right. I'm going to thank our sponsors, Selengo Law, Tony the Taylor. Bar 101, United Bank, Warner Law Offices, Henderson Insurance, the Dell Sparks Collection, Masters Law Offices, Al- Offered Home Solutions, and Murph Landing, which I'll be staying at for the next home game. Gentlemen, good show. Avon, yes. good to have you back. Man. Glad to be back, gentlemen. So I'm hoping next week eight, we're going to hear two choir boys in here singing Country Roads. <clears throat> I'll have my little
1: ding, 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 ding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that won't be good for listeners if I'm singing. Yeah, the maestro will be in charge. It's All okay. right. Again, thank you guys so much for downloading the Touchdown City podcast this week. Make sure you swing by your favorite platform for podcasts and hit subscribe. We'll see you next week. Let's get mountainous.
1: The Touchdown City podcast is produced by Anthony Lewis in partnership with HD Media, the Charleston Gazette-Mail. Get your Touchdown City podcast
0: merchandise by visiting touchdowncity.com.